Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey and today we're going to get some. (laughs) You heard that right. We are going to get some. Now, What do I mean by that? Well, the practice jerseys for the basketball program that I lead, I coach, the Cash Eagles. On these practice jerseys, we've got a screaming eagle with blood dripping from its talons. And the phrase scrawled across the front of the jersey, get some. That's right. Get some. A little bit wild, a little bit untamed, but the phrase always gets smiles and energy from the boys. I believe it harkens to something deep inside them. That part of us that is a little wild. That in a world where we're born and then we die, in between, we're meant to be a little bit wild. In his journal, Thoreau said the following, Whatever has not come under the sway of man is wild. In this sense, original and independent men are wild, not tamed and broken by society. I'm not anti-society, but I'm definitely pro-wild. Part of life is keeping that balance, isn't it? Doing the things you need to do that make society what it is. So you can have a roof over your head, money in the bank, take care of your family, while at the same time, not losing the spirit of who we are. Wild. Man, life is too short to be completely tame. That's a boring way to live. We got to look for opportunities to be original and independent. Those are good things. See, being wild doesn't necessarily mean going out into the woods and climbing trees. That might not be your cup of tea. It means being original and independent, breaking away from what everybody's telling you to do and asking yourself, is that really what I need to do? Is that really what's best for me? It might be where you go to school or whether you go to school or not. It might be what you study or what you don't study. It might be where you live or where you don't live. It might be what you believe and what you don't believe. It might be where you go to church or where you don't go to church. There's lots of ways to be wild and to get some. It's not just to be some big, hairy, physical creature. You know, you see all these, you know, be a man things, and it it gives off the impression that the only way to be wild is to be some big, burly whatever. But in a lot of ways, those can become just as civilized as the civilized person. You know, the person sitting in an office with a suit on. I like to think of get some and wild as be unique, be independent, be original. Ask yourself, where was I meant to go? What was I meant to do? I don't need to look like everybody else. I don't need to act like everybody else. One of my favorite people from the Bible is John the Baptist. You know why? Because he was wild. (laughs) He was a desert dweller. He was the one, though, picked to proclaim the coming of the kingdom of heaven. Now, think about it. 
Think of all the people, the eloquent speakers, the people with money, the leaders. Think of all the people God could have picked to herald the coming of the Lord, the coming of the kingdom of heaven. And he picked John the Baptist, who did most of his speaking in the desert, in the wild, away from society. Think of what people must have thought about him. How crazy he must have been seen by so many. I'm going to read you something from the good book that you've probably glanced through many times, but really think how wild John the Baptist was. And maybe it'll hearken to you to be a little wild, to do that thing that other people are telling you not to do, and you do it anyway because you know it's in your heart, because you prayed on it, because it is original, it's independent, and it's free. Man, that's John the Baptist. From Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Now, we read that thousands of years later and it's just part of the Bible. But think how crazy that must have sounded. The kingdom of heaven has come near. He must have sounded like some street preacher on a corner. The kingdom of heaven is near. What do you mean? They didn't know Jesus was coming. They didn't know God was being made flesh. They didn't know prophecies were being revealed. He was just some dude in the desert. If you think about it in terms of our time, some dude on a corner with a sign saying, repent, God's coming. Think of what that must have seemed to people. He was wild. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight paths for him. Calling in the wilderness. Lots of ways to be in the wilderness. Could be in a desert, could be in the woods, could be on a street corner. Could be a lone voice on social media. A podcast. Lots of ways to be in the wilderness. But that's where God calls us to go sometimes. John's clothes, this is a good one too. John's clothes were made of camel's hair. And he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. Locusts, bugs. He wore camel hair. That couldn't have been comfortable. That was not silk. That was not polyester. That was not finely spun cotton. It itched. It irritated. It probably made him look more wild and more crazy and more unbelievable. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, you brood of vipers. Now think about that. He's the crazy guy eating locusts, wearing camel hair clothes. And he's looking at the civilized ones, the educated ones, the ones with the fine clothes, and what is he saying to them? You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not think you can say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees. And every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. What a good reminder that usually the ones that come in and clean things up are the wild ones. You see these well-rooted, civilized trees, yet they have grown 
from the wrong soil. They've grown in the wrong direction. They're saying the wrong things. It's a forest and every, every tree looks at each other and says, yeah, we're right because we're in the majority. And then someone wild comes in and says, no, you're wrong. Man, the world needs that today. So many people going along with what they're told. So many people not thinking critically, not being willing to stand up and be right and be righteous, to be politically incorrect. Not John the Baptist. He was wild. He goes on to say, after he has screamed at the civilized brood of vipers, I baptize you with water for repentance. But after me comes one who is more powerful than I whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Why? I love it. And I love how he announces Christ. Not, oh, he's going to come and you're going to sit on his lap like a little sheep. No, he's going to come in. And if you aren't among the chosen, if you aren't among those that follow him, you're going to be burned. Man, that's kind of scary. We don't like thinking about that. That's not politically correct, is it? That fire, no doubt, would burn a snowflake, if you know what I mean. But it's wild, and I love it, and it hearkens to who we are. I see it in myself. I see it in kids that I coach. I see it in my family. I see it in my wife. Man, when are we having the most fun? We're being a little bit wild, a little bit crazy. Going down the road less traveled. Now, Robert Frost, he's a little bit more poetic than me, probably a little bit more polished and refined, but he got it too, 2,000 years after John the Baptist, you know, and I took the road less traveled by. Well, that's no different than Thoreau. No different from Thoreau hearkening, beckoning us to be original and independent, to be a little bit wild, and John the Baptist, who God chose to announce the coming of his son. He picked the wild one. Be a little wild today, my friends. Be a little original. Be independent. Doesn't necessarily mean being big and hairy. It might just be saying something that people don't expect you to say. Going somewhere that you didn't think you were going to go. Taking a stand on something that's going to cost you something. Going for a walk in the middle of the day and just not coming back for a few hours. Whatever it is, be wild. Embrace it. That's who you are. That's who you are. And if you're a Christian, it's in your DNA. It's in the good book. God loves the wild ones. So until next time, my friend, which will be tomorrow, Friday, we'll kick you off into the weekend. You better aim high, spread your wings. And that's a wild thing, isn't it? You spread your wings and catch that wind. You're not sure where you're going to go. Wild. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. I'm your host, Silouan. As always, may you find peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride. Silhouette Green. Found a girl and I know she's gonna be.